0: Well, a few thousand years ago, we commemorate and we remember the weekend that everything changed twice. Everything changed twice. Two days ago, we remembered the story, the commemoration, and the deep grief and sadness that we all experienced as the body of Christ representing those first disciples who felt that all had been lost. Everything had turned and changed because of the crucifixion and death of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, the Messiah, the failed Messiah, they thought. Everything had fallen down and crumbled and broken that death had won over life, that hate had triumphed over love, and that fear had won over hope. And two days later, we are gathered here today to remember that one thing rose triumphant. Jesus was raised from the dead, and we got our marching orders. And it was one thing, one thing that fueled this movement. And it's a simple word. You've been hearing it over and over again. Hope hope. In Jesus, hope in our faith has been renewed. In the resurrection of Christ, we know that death is not the end, that sin is is eliminated, that we are forgiven and loved by God, and that in Jesus we know and are confirmed what God looks like. And So brothers and sisters, happy resurrection day. Happy Resurrection Day. He is risen. And so we are fueled by hope, not doubt, not fear, not hate, not animosity, not religion, not politics, not money, not wealth, not the accumulation of stuff. Our mission and value is found in Jesus and our fuel is hope. Are you ready to hear some hopeful stories this morning? Are you ready to hear some hopeful stories this morning? Yes. Yes. Amen. It's why we're here. It's why billions of people around the world for thousands of years have chosen this day to say, we put down our weapons. We put down our doubt. We put down our fear. We lay to death, death, and we embrace love and hope and faith and the body of Christ and what it represents. Because Jesus is alive now. Why do we follow jesus why it's. it's I've been so captured uh, leading up to Easter Sunday and study, studying alongside these two gems um, of like what the earliest followers of Jesus did uh, when they first learned of his death if you remember they they fled in particular, the only brave ones were the women who are like, well, we still have to do stuff. We're staying here and doing the work where the men all went and hid in the upper room, just self-protected, overcome by fear. And then two days later, they are overcome with hope to the point where the only thing that they are fueled by, in fact, here's what they did not do. The earliest disciples were were anticipating a Messiah. Now, the Messiah is, if you were... um, Participating in our Leviticus series, it's the anointed one, the one who has been set apart to to show what God looks like, to be a mirror of God to the world, to bless it and not to curse it. But it's also, it had evolved into this like political ideology that the Messiah will put the nation of Israel, God's people, uh, up back onto the throne of power. The disciples expected that Jesus as Messiah would storm into Jerusalem and then into Rome, overthrow everything, kill the Romans, and put Israel back on her rightful place at at the top of the pack. And then Jesus dies. It's all over. It's just another failed Messiah. And then Sunday... Comes and they realize the enormity of what the Messiah actually looked like. Looks like what the divinia, divinity of Christ actually means. What God, living in them by the Spirit, actually will have them do. And do you know what they do with this newfound knowledge? They are no longer afraid. They they wrestle with their own doubts, but they go and they tell the story of hope. That's it. For the first few hundred years, in fact, that's the hallmark of Christian faith: go and tell. It's the last thing in each of the Synoptic Gospels. That Jesus instructs Matthew's gospel go and tell go and tell Uh, Mark's gospel go and share go and make and then Luke's gospel go and and like reproduce tell this or uh, orient people towards this again make disciples go and show them how to do it and so if you are here and you're a brand new Christian or if you're investigating faith welcome to the story of hope welcome to the story of hope it's why we're here it's why we move out and it's why there's something for each of us to do the earliest call of these disciples was not to be like, okay, let's get our philosophy and theology right. It's like, this is crazy. This is crazy. This dead dude, our Messiah, is resurrected. Are you telling me that, like, death is no longer the end? That there's new life and hope and vitality? Here's what we have to do. We just have to tell everybody. We have to tell everybody. We have to tell everybody. Brothers and sisters, we have to tell everybody. We have to tell everybody. We have to tell everybody. Everybody. Now I follow Jesus because I know that Jesus is what God looks like. And God looks like love. And I celebrate the resurrection because the resurrection gives me hope that death is not the finish line. That death is not the end. That Jesus has victory over death. And in every way, here and there, eternal life is like here for our experience and hope is our fuel. Are you ready for some more hope stories? Are you ready?
1: Good morning. I choose to continue to follow Jesus in my life because I have known him to be a faithful and constant presence, a faithful and constant friend throughout all of the different seasons of my life. Whether it has been seasons that are hard and heavy, or it has been seasons that are full of joy and celebration, I have been aware by God's grace that Jesus is with me in the middle of whatever that season holds. And as I have grown to know more about who Jesus is through the course of my life, there is just more and more to him. The more that I know about him, the more that I love him, the more interested I am in following him and shaping my life to look like him. And also, the more that I know him, I have found the more that I know myself. As I move closer to Jesus, as I follow in his way, I become more and more the truest version of who I was created to be. And that is the kind of life that I want to live. I follow Jesus because I love him with my whole self. He is my everything, and I want my life to reflect his love and his heart to the world around me. And the resurrection gives me hope, because it means I don't have to be afraid. In any of the places in my life or in the world where it looks like death is winning, where it looks like the darkness is too much, where it looks like things are not going to end well, when I remember the resurrection, I remember that that is not the case, and that death does not win, that because of Jesus, because of the resurrection, life wins, light wins, love wins. And so in the places where I am feeling overwhelmed, where I am feeling afraid, where I am in the thick of the middle in hard ways, I can plant my feet in the truth of the resurrection and remember that the God who is victorious over death is the God who is with me The God who loves me, the God who is for us, and that this can inform the way that we live our lives. This can be the truth and the hope that we have to share with the people that are around us.
2: Let that sit for a minute. (laughs) Oh, yes, Laura, and and amen. Uh, I follow Jesus because he uh, continues to answer my questions. And I think the, the first question before I really knew anything about him was, what is true? Um, that's my starting point in, in on my journey. What is true? Uh, if it's Buddha, if it's Muhammad, if it's, like name it, if it's space aliens up there, if that's real and true, then like, that's, that's the direction that I'm going, right? I just want it to be true. And in that journey, um, get introduced to this guy. I kept coming back to this person named Jesus who holds um, a crazy standard of his integrity and his, his moral standing. And what he teaches is just like it's so far above anybody else. And the further the further you go down any of these rabbit holes, you find that there's contradictions. Or there's like, okay, so this doesn't make sense the further you go. But with Jesus, I find that, oh, it actually makes more sense it's actually more true and as that question um, was answered and became more clear to me what is true it's like okay i think jesus is like there's something about this guy and then as you continue down even further you realize oh he's not just true but he's real and he's good like at the at the foundation and the core there's a goodness and i and as good and and uh, and high standard as he is, you realize, okay, so now how can I be good enough to even be like stand in the same space? Or, but you realize part of his nature is no, 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 it doesn't like it doesn't matter where you're at, um, but I'm welcoming you as you are to be close to me. It's like, oh man, like that's it just gets <laughs> exponentially better uh, as the, as you uh, you get to know him a little bit better. So I follow Jesus because he's true, uh, because he's real. Because he is good and um, desires to be close to me, i don 't know why that is and and uh, but i but I accept the invitation um, uh, even when I forget I try and accept the, accept the invitation, and why the the resurrection gives me hope is because similar to what you said, Laura it's just it eliminates all fear um, what What is If if Jesus has conquered death, then what do we have to be afraid of? I have a a good pastor friend, and I'll talk to him, and sometimes I'll just kind of be sharing my problems. Many of my problems are first world problems, and you relate. And I'll go, and I'll just talk, and I'll oh, yeah, woe is me, and I'm complaining, and and my lovely pastor friend will gently and pastorally say, "Uh, Quincy, is it bigger than death? (laughs) Well, no. Not really. <laughs> it's not. And it's just, it, it gives a kind of confidence. It says, no, 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 like, Jesus, if this is true, if, this, if he is good and he is who he says he is, then there's no fear. So uh, that's why uh, I have hope in the resurrection. This is why I follow Jesus. And, and it's part of the story. And one of the things that encourages me on a level, it's just why I, why I continue to, to find encouragement, in, uh, in even serving in ministry is to be able to hear stories of transformation and change. So we're gonna get to do that this morning and hear, uh, hear a few uh, people from our community and locally you'll have an opportunity to hear uh, in your own locations or your own sites if you're watching online. But to hear that transformation that happens as we come closer into what is, what is good, what is true, um, what is real. But let me pray um, as we make that transition to hear more, uh, whether here in Oakville or locally. Yeah, Father, we, uh, we thank you for these opportunities to be reminded of who you are. As Jimmy said, it's like, OK, we, we need to go and tell. We need to go and tell. We need to go and tell. Part of our responsibility is to just tell the story. It's not about having all of the right answers or knowing how it's all going to end, but telling your story and how it's not just transformed us, but it continues to transform us. As Laura shared, it makes us into the people that we've been created to be, even better, even more. So, Father, we, um, we invite you here as people here maybe um, need that reminder or even be encouraged to look back in their own lives and see the, the way that you've touched and your fingerprints on their lives and their life story. Let this morning be an opportunity to be reminded of who you are and who we get to be as we participate in a relationship, a real relationship with you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Good morning, everyone. My name is Sarah. I'm from the Brampton site. Um, And why I follow Jesus, um, I... Jesus is the source of perfect peace in my life. Um, I follow Jesus because I love him and because he reveals the heart of God to me. Um, I also find that uh, through the power of his spirit, I have access to the wisdom, the love, and the grace that I need to be the wife that he has called me to be to my husband, Brian, and mother to my son, Caleb. Um, Why does the resurrection give me hope? Um, The resurrection resurrection gives me hope because this Jesus that I love and follow has overcome death itself, and he is alive. Um, And I also find that when the heaviness and the brokenness of our world weighs me down, um, that he is continually reminding me that I have access to the resurrection power um, to you know, look into the areas of my own life where death and disappointment has crept in. So this is why the resurrection gives me so much hope.
4: Hi, I'm Ken Bell. I'm from the, also from the Brampton site, um, but I also play here uh, regularly in Oakville. Um, why do I follow Jesus? Uh, when I deep, uh, dig deep into the scripture, when I look closely at the ways that Jesus um, related to people, related to his disciples, and I see there... Um, compelling love, compelling grace, compelling mercy. And compelling is the word that um, stands out to me when I think about how Jesus related to the world around him. He's compelling. Um, The other word that stands out to me is irresistible. Um, Once uh, I've experienced this kind of forgiveness and love, I find that that love is irresistible. You just cannot resist it. Uh, and uh, in terms of the hope of the resurrection, for me, when I look back at my life, I look at the um, really colossal failures that I've had and the, the things that I've um, really um, done poorly, uh, people that I've failed. I think about the forgiveness that God has for me. I think about the fact that he conquered the grave, um, conquered death. Um, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And it's irresistible. That's why I follow Jesus.
5: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. Hi, everybody. My name is Valentina. And here we go. <laughs> I don't know why they chose me to share this. <laughs> I, I told Laura. <laughs> I told her I'm gonna cry,
1: and that's why I have these.
5: I'm prepared, and we've been asked to share with you guys why we follow Jesus and what is the hope of the resurrection is for us. And the only thing I've tried to write down beautiful words about the resurrection, and thank God we have these beautiful pastors with us that can do a better job. To explain it to you what that looks like but for me I can tell you that in my own personal journey with God I am experiencing the resurrection right in this season every single day every single day God is showing me how he can lift me up from those places of darkness and death and the fear that I've been going through you know I I feel like I I've tried I've tried myself I I've, I've tried to fix myself and uh I you know like uh, I went to this place of uh, deep pain and I've tried to use uh, very bad coping mechanisms. Like some of you may be relating with that, like uh, it's been alcohol and it's been drugs and it's been relationships and there's been all of these things that I've tried to do. But at the end, that pain was always there and it never went away. I moved to three countries. I, as you can hear probably, this is not my first language, English. I've tried to start my life uh, over and over again, but those things were always falling in me. And now I'm 40 something and uh, I, I don't know, I, I'm around there. Um, and God is like, just stop running, just stop running. I'm here and I wanna help you, I wanna heal you. And, and I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm done running. So, the hope of the resurrection that Jesus like is showing me now is something that yes, it did happen two thousand years ago, but it's available to all of us every single day because without him, and this is probably the first question: Why do I follow Jesus? It's because without him, I would have no life, I had no hope, no love to share. And I would definitely not be standing here this morning, which would be probably easier. But um, (laughs) I think that those wounds that we carry, and all of us have those wounds, all of us. I know that. Like, this room is full of people. They have an armor, and they're bringing masks with them. So we can let them down. We can let God come to us uh, and come into those wounds and those cracks and really help us heal that pain that we've been carrying. So the message I want to share with you today is that hope is available to all of you guys because I'm telling you that it's happening for me. And believe me, when I tell you that I've been in those dark places where there was despair and I even doubt God himself. Like I I said to my husband, I don't even know if God is real. But he reminded me that those are the places where he actually shows up. And he never, never fails us, honestly. So this is the only message I can share with you guys this morning, that uh, the resurrection, it is available every day for all of you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh,
0: Okay,
5: can we run? No?
0: (laughs) Will you stand with me? Will you stand with me? I'd like you to, as you're standing uh, here and across all of our sites tuning in, look around. Right now, take a look around. Take a look around. Meet eyes with somebody. Give the polite Canadian head nod to somebody. <laughs> Welcome to our story of hope in bodily form. Receive Jesus, follow him, because he has already received you as his kid deeply and wholly loved. And so as we wrap up the words of Paul in Ephesians, I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Jesus from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. And now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all these things under the authority of Jesus and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church, his body, because the church is his body. It's made full and complete by Jesus, who fills all things everywhere with himself. And may you have the power to understand, as all of God's people, the body of Christ, should how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is for you. May you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from the hand and heart of God. And now to all all glory to God, all glory to God who is able. By his mighty power at work within us to accomplish everything, infinitely more than we could ask or imagine. Glory to him in the church, in Christ Jesus, through all generations, forever and ever. And all of God's people said in a loud voice, amen.